0: Welcome to the Equinity Podcast, where horse owners just like you share their incredible Equinity stories and how Equinity is changing their horses' lives. Whether you're searching for something to give your performance horse better focus, faster recovery, and more stamina, or in the extreme case where all hope seems lost, give your horse what it needs to help heal at a cellular level, you'll find it here. So jump in on today's episode to hear how Aquinity is helping horses worldwide. Now, welcome your host, John Dowdy. Hello and welcome to another
1: Equinity podcast. We are going to the land down under and uh, talking with our guest this week, Tanya Gibson, who is, uh splits her time in between uh, Tennessee, her home here in the States, and back home in Australia. So without further ado, Tanya, welcome to the show. Hi, thank
2: you very much. I'm um, excited to to talk to you about how my journey has been with um, with your product equinity, for sure.
1: Well, that's great, and we're excited to have you, and I know we're going to get a little bit into your background, but this podcast is going to be based around something that a lot of people have questions about, which is EPM, um, and you have one of your good horses that has kind of battled that through the years, and uh, also in your sport of reining, uh, there's a lot of uh, lameness issues and all kinds of things there to keep those horses healthy, because it's a pretty demanding sport. Uh, but before sure. we w- before we get into that, uh, why don't you just spend a little bit of time and, and tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started in the horse industry, and where you are now? Okay,
2: too easy. I'll make it as short and sweet as I can. Um, I grew up in Central Queensland in um, in Australia, which is in the cattle country. Um, my dad was on cattle stations, um, and then we got into the coal mining industry. Always had horses. My dad always broke in for people and stuff like that. Um, mainly. We did cow work more than anything. Camp drafting is a big sport back home. So I grew up in that field. went When I left school at 15, I went um, on a cattle property. So um, hence I camp drafted for ages, had my kids, got married, um, kept in the camp draft world, done a bit of barrel racing, that sort of thing. And then eventually we got into the coal mining industry, bought a property. And I did actually start to see raining probably in the early uh, or mid nineties rather. And um, then by the late 90s, early 2000s, I looked a little bit more at the AQHA reining. We didn't have a lot of reining in our area. Um, so I stepped out of the camp draft world into the Western performance world, I guess you could say. And from there, I ended up in the reining, traveled 11 hours, four times a year to go to major shows. Um, and from there, ended up training probably in 2007. Moved to the States in 2013 to further, you know, my education in the raining being that, you know, over here is is way, way bigger than over home. Um, And then from Whitesboro, moved to Tennessee where um, I'd met um, my husband of now and have been here ever since pretty much. And, yeah, I've split my time up between going home and, and I still have, you know, coaching and training things back home, probably more so over home than here. It's just a little hard to get into. And you're not really anybody. It's a big industry over here, but I'm learning heaps, and that's the main thing. So sure. that's sort of about me. Yeah.
1: So you, so you uh, put on a lot of clinics and travel back and forth back home to to Australia. Yes. Right. Yeah,
2: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. When I go home for four weeks, it's pretty much my feet hit the ground from that plane, and I I start work until until I leave. Yeah. Holy so, smokes!
1: And that's and uh, for those who have never flown to Australia from. The middle America of Tennessee how long of a, a, a journey is that
2: usually you know by the time you get in the car get to where you're going to start and then get back to Australia and get in a car and go home from there probably anywhere between 20 to 23 hours I guess you know by the time you go from shower to shower <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah <laughs> make,
1: make sure your uh, stamina is uh, up to par before you take that little yeah. journey huh Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: And like I said, getting over there is okay. It's usually the longer I stay over there, the more it kicks my butt when I come back here <laughs> for some reason. I don't know what it is, but yeah.
1: Right. Well, and and speaking of that, you just got back here about a week or so ago.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yep. About uh, last Wednesday night. Yep.
1: All right. Sure. Well, well you... six
2: weeks back home and it was great.
1: Good. Well, you sound pretty refreshed right now on this uh, recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. So now you're uh, big into the into the reining world. Um, do a lot of coaching and and clinics. And so let's jump right into the this one particular horse mm-hmm. that uh, was dealing. Yep. You had been dealing with EPM, which is a big issue. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about EPM mm-hmm. and how that affects a horse.
2: Um, well, for me, when I when I first found out that she had it, I didn't even know what it was. I had no idea at all. I mean, um, at first I was, you know, he said the gentleman, my farrier actually picked up on it. And um, I said, I don't even know what you're talking about. And he's like, oh, it's possum's disease. I said, I still don't even know what you're talking about. So um, but what it does or what it did to my mare is it, um, the neurological, I can't even say the word very well. Um,
1: That's pretty good though. It, you did that, good.
2: I usually say it very, very terribly. (laughs) You
1: just say it super fast Um, and keep right on going, and people are like, Exactly, that's what I
2: was hoping I could get away with. (laughs) (laughs) So it kind of hit all of that, I'm not going to try and say it again now, Um, on her right-hand side. And I had really no idea, simply because I've always had a few issues with her to the right, whether it be, you know, um, she would just get a little, she would drop a hip to the left a lot, uh, sorry, to the right, and I had to get chiropractic work done to her, especially when I was stopping a lot and stuff like that. So when she first started showing signs of being, I'm going to say bitchy to the right, Mm -hmm. lifting her head up, wouldn't stay in collection, wouldn't slow down without having a hissy fit, um, I had no idea. So I I got pretty cranky with her, you know, and I'd ride her longer and try and fix things. And and then when I really noticed it worse was I was doing stops one day, and that's her really good forte. um, And she almost flipped over on me, she she sort of went into the stop and then just about flipped right over backwards on me, mm. um, she just lost her balance and I was like man, something's not right, then the weight loss, like she was deteriorating away to nothing and she was on phenomenal amount of feed and then I upped her feed more um, and at the time then um, did not know anything about equinity wasn't using it, was on different oils, which was something I'm, I don't try a lot of supplements but being that I was in the raining community and a lot of people use this particular oil, so I was using it. And anyway, nothing was working. And I went over to my farrier and, um, you know, he did these few little tests on her and he said, Tanya, I think she has this EPM. And then once he explained it to me, I said, Oh, hell yeah, she's doing all of that.
0: Mm, so we did a little right.
2: video on her, and did her um, video to a, to a vet in Houston who deals a lot with that. And he come back and said, Absolutely. He said, Without me even coming to a visit, which he, he goes up to, um, Bob and Marnie's place quite a bit, three times a year, I believe. Sure. Um, he said, definitely, you know, we need to get this sorted. And so she went on a month program of, of, um, whatever. I can't even think of the name, mate, that they, that they have, what the stuff is, but it's 10 mils over the tongue for, for like 28, 31 days. Um, and she is on that once a year, every year since she's had EPM, um, just to make sure that, you know, she doesn't actually as a precaution now. Sure. Um, but it was not long after that when my farrier suggested he was using equinity. So he has suggested, you know, try this. And I honestly haven't looked back. She hasn't looked back. I mean, she looked good. So, but um, I was still having to go chiropractor.
1: So from the time that things were going wrong, and then she was diagnosed with EPM it was 2 or 3 months in that time frame yeah, absolutely. right absolutely and yeah. then and then you yeah, learned yeah. about the equinity
2: yeah, for sure
1: okay and then so tell us so you started giving her equinity which and as you mentioned you're not a huge supplement fan but you took this yeah. as a as a recommendation um, from Bob yeah. your farrier. so exactly okay so then uh, how's how's your horse doing now that's well, full blown EPM
2: wow oh. Yeah, um, absolutely. I have not had an issue with her, um, with EPM, full stop, like not at all. Um, and it's been, like I said, I feel it's been probably two years. So she's been on equinity probably 18, 19, 20 months, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a good year and a half anyway. But no, no signs, no signs of, um, like I said, even before the before the EPM, we had a, you know, a few lameness issues and a little bit in her breeding and stuff. Um with having to go to chiropractor and stuff like that, have not had to do that, but maybe once, and that was just as a precaution to see whether she needed anything done, and actually she didn't. It was just basically a waste of money. But anyway, she probably <laughs> enjoyed the massage. That was right. about it. But, um, but no, and you know when I first started her on the equinity, even though you know she had put all her she had put a reasonable amount of weight back on, she was back in full work. And she looked, to me, I thought, you yeah, know, she looks good after having all that trouble with EPM. But, man, within the 15 to 20 days of having her on the equinity, I, like I said, I didn't think I'd see much of a difference. But there was a huge difference. Like from, I'd have to say, from the inside out, more than anything, really, because, one, she was not at all needed um, any extra work with her coat. I mean, that really came out in her coat, for sure. Mm-hmm. But even her mindset. She, she used to not be able to hold stamina very well, especially in the heat up here in Tennessee. Um, but that's gone on in leaps and bounds, and she's not stilty in the front ever anymore. Um, I just think it's been... It's like, yeah, it's just like a wonder powder. I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> well,
1: I, hey, <laughs> a wonder powder. Well, I tell people it's not a miracle <laughs> supplement, but it sure does some miraculous things. And, Absolutely. You know, yeah. and, and I think it's important, too. I mean, people... When they first learn about the Aquinity and they start doing their initial research and they start reading these reviews, it sounds like, oh my gosh, this stuff is amazing. But then the more you read about it, you're like, okay, well, now this sounds too good to be true. There's no way that it can do all this stuff. And, you know, we're blessed. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But, you know, one of the reasons why this product works in so many ways is because ultimately what it's doing is it stimulates the pituitary gland. To release the necessary hormones, and then the body makes the determinations of where to send those hormones for the healing. So it's customizing to the horse, and whether it be yeah. with an EPM horse, whether it be a, a horse that that needs stronger and healthier hooves or top line, um, or um, we get into the the next topic here, which is you know in in the sport of reining, which is really hard on these mm-hmm. horses. Um, so yeah. it, it helps really well with leanness issues in a recovery standpoint. So tell us a little yeah. bit about uh, what you experienced prior to using equinity in the sport of reining, and then what kind of difference you've seen just by adding the equinity.
2: Well, um, like I said before before EPM, um, she had been at a few different trainers places only due to the fact I didn't have anywhere to have her, so I had no choice. And um, being that I live a couple of hours away, and and one trainer that had her was six hours away, so I really couldn't get up there to see how she was going. Um, they had told me that you know she was getting really stilty in the front and lame in the front a lot, and and she needed to have X-rays. And basically was told in her three year old year that she was had it. Like she was, you know, they might get two and a half grand for her for me. You mm. know, I was like, man, this horse has cost me forty thousand <laughs> dollars to tell them she's worth two and a half. Yeah. So that was a real kick in the gut. So I went and picked her up. I rode her at that particular place, and and I was so disappointed. I could not believe, like, yeah, you were flat-out canter in a circle. It, she was terrible, you know. Um, and so I had her x-rayed and took her to another training facility closer to me where I could stay there and go ride her myself. And anyway, she had some really bad hoof angles from bad farrying and, um and we think that's what contributed – to the soreness in the, in the front legs for sure. Um, but that sort of stayed with her a little bit, you know, right up until after the EPM and then, you know, having had her on the equinity and that stiltiness has never come back. So I'm going to say it, that I believe has helped with that prior problem that she had due to the, you know, the hard, hardness of gaining I mean, we expect a lot of their maning horses um, and you know, she will always, like I said, drop that right hip from stopping hard. She's a really hard stopper. And and for me to be able to, to do all that now and and she not need extra vet bills or extra chiropractic deals and all I've got her on is the equinity. I mean, what I basically have her on is she's paddocked. She's not in a stable any longer, hasn't been for, um, since I've had her on equinity actually. Um, so she's in a paddock. She has a round bale. And, you know, obviously now that summer's coming in, there is grass, but it's not, you know, it's Bermuda, but I mean, nothing, you know, hugely that would keep her com- completely in great condition. She gets um, strategy and um, a scoop of um, alpha alpha Timothy pellets mm-hmm. twice a day. That's it. And she just looks amazing. And all through winter, um, her coat, she hardly even... I mean, she did get a little bit hairy, but mainly just her head where the rug wasn't, or blanket, whatever right. you all call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was outside in the freezing cold majority of the time, um, and her coat, everything. Like, I can't talk highly enough about it, um, especially in the in the rainy world. I've got clients back home now that have just started the Aquinity. I think some of them are going on to their second and third months in it, and they're absolutely loving it. Um, I had one young lady that... Um, her horse had actually been out all of last year with a bad stake that she got in her um uh, in the front and no, that was her back leg sorry just below the hock
0: mm-hmm. so she
2: was out for eight months so we started her on Aquinity in january and um she was back in work by the end of january believe it or not mid-february she staked her chest just before i went over to australia she put a sugar it was six inches long about two inches wide she put a big stake right through her chest Ooh. and we kept her on Aquinity. the vet removed it and um he you know gave her a heap of stuff and and Marnie was like you know what I'll I'll, I'll give her what he said but I said make sure you I said if anything I said double the equinity I said just give her two scoops of that a mm-hmm. day you know and uh we did that she was riding her in six days and we showed her Wow. We showed her in the raining pen um, uh, end of March, early April it was, when we had our big show. So, I mean, for us, we feel that that really helped with her, with her ailments in in that healing of, you know, that chest and her back leg and and stuff like that. Um,
0: yeah. Another
2: client just sent me photos the other day. Um, she had a yearling that she cannot put out in the paddock. Because every time she does, it goes to a fence. I don't know what the problem is, but she has a few. It, it hurts itself every time she puts her outside. And she thought, well, this is the perfect time I'll try this equinity that Tanya gave me. And um, anyway, so this little mare has been on just brass hay and enough of a, um, a mixed feed just to be able to give it the equinity. And man, what a hell of a difference. And this is just a yearling, you know. And, and she's healed up. All her ailments are good at the moment. So yeah. I don't know if she's let her out of it yet, but... But, yeah, and just heaps of... I've probably got nearly 20 clients over home that are using it, so um, they're really excited. I've had reorders just come in this week from ladies that have just been using it for a month and have reordered the big tub now. So...
1: That's I'm great. Excited, like. It is yeah. it it is exciting and you know again, I tell people it's not a miracle supplement but it sure does some miraculous things and it's of course it's always mm-hmm. uh, encouraged when you have an issue going on with your horse to please make sure that you uh well you did what you did. You went through, you know, your vet yeah, and exactly. do yeah. the do the proper things there, but adding the equinity, um one of the other great things about it, there's no negative side effects with any medications or other supplements no. or feeds or exactly. anything. It's 100% pure amino acids, the building blocks of protein. And so this is, yeah, this is really really great. And uh, I know th- there's a lot of people that's going to benefit from uh, listening to this podcast for the EPM story. I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. We hear these stories all the time, and I'm so happy to, to be able to get this one up and published.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, because like I said, this, this mayor, like, you know, they said to me that she would be out for at least Eight to twelve months of the raining pen after EPM, you know. Mm. Um, in all seriousness, four months, and I had her back in the raining pen when she was on, and she'd only been back on the equinity probably. She'd be only just started the equinity, maybe six to eight weeks, and I had her back in the raining pen without an ailment
1: in within two months.
2: Yep, Of and, starting the equinity, yeah, and,
1: and it was supposed to be twelve months. Yep, <laughs> I don't
2: yeah. know, and I mean I was yeah i was very fortunate i mean she 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 had um you know there's different severities of the epm i mean she like i said she was wobbly when i rode her it wasn't as visible when when you looked at her walk in the paddock i mean it was a little bit but some horses that get it i think i was very fortunate that my farrier picked up on it as early as what he did sure um but she like i said she had wasted away like her muscling it was I should have took photos. I never ever thought. I was too embarrassed because I'm thinking, my God, people are going to think I'm not feeding my horse, you mm, know? Right. Um, and at the place where I had her, um, the lady was like, because I, I have a shade cloth rug on, which is uh, like what, a mesh rug, what you would call a mesh rug. Yes. Um, on, and and yeah, we do get humidity and stuff here. And she was telling me, that it was, she said it was my fault that my horse was losing weight because I had this rug on and I said no. I said, I live in a hundred and ten, to hundred and twenty degree weather in Australia. I have these rugs on to and mainly therefore, um, you know, to stop the sun bleaching and stuff like that and the flies and that. I said, there's no way this is causing her to waste away like she yeah. is. Like it's, it's impossible. Right. Um, and all this time it was just the E P M. But yeah, I actually did not she was back in I took her to her first her, her first major derby, um and that would have been in the May in, in at the end of May in Ohio. So we had the EPM, we diagnosed the EPM in January, January. Like full blown where yeah. And then we started the equinity, might have been December, but I know it wasn't it wasn't much longer. Like I was every six to seven months back in the pen earlier than what the vet thought I would be.
1: Wow. That's astounding.
2: So I was yeah, exactly. And that's I mean, I and that's one of the reasons I, you know, asked you about taking it to Australia. I, I wouldn't be trying to push it if it if the stuff didn't work or do sure. what I think it's doing. So sure, At, I, I love it. Like and um, I and what's cool the how,
1: what's the um, uh, what's the demeanor of the horse? Now, Is, uh how are the eyes? I mean, I would assume happy and oh. yeah.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, um, she's your typical blue-eyed. <laughs> she's a gunner special night, so she thinks she's kind of special as it is. Um, she's out of a smart Chickalina mare, so she's got a bit of sass there. Um, and she's like any other typical mare. She's—I I call her sweet and sour. Sometimes she's a again and other times she's just a sour bitch. But she's, <laughs> she's um, in her whole demeanor since I've had her on on that. She's a lot happier. Um, and I also believe too what what probably helps with that is not being stabled so much. I sure. you know it's. It's a shame, like, over here you stable a lot. And I understand that. You have weather and these horses are in, you know, you've got $200,000 horses that they don't want to put in a paddock. But um, I just always feel paddock horses, if you can, are a lot more happier as well. So all in general, she's, yeah, even when I go to a show, she's a lot, a lot better mm-hmm. to handle and stuff. She used to get a little, um, I guess, stressed or anxious at shows, and she's been a lot better. Uh, at, at most of my shows now that I've taken her to last year and and stuff like that. And at the moment, actually, she's just got AI'd, so she should be about uh, you know two to three weeks in fall now. So I'll you know she'll at Aquinity all through that as well. So right, I'm which not take,
1: no, and uh, we get that question a lot too. Is it safe for pregnant mares? It absolutely is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it's uh that's it's a great all around all around product. So. Yeah. Well, Tanya, I uh, can't thank you enough for uh, coming on to the show and and sharing this story. I know a lot of people are going to get great benefit from it. So thank you so much.
2: Oh, no, it's been great. Thank you. Very good.
1: Awesome. Well, keep us updated with everything.
2: Thank Thank
1: you so much.
0: Okay, thank you. That's all for this episode of the Equinity Podcast. For more information on purchasing Equinity, be sure to visit our website at teamequinity.com, where you'll also find product information as well as more testimonials on how others have seen amazing results by implementing Equinity into their horse's supplement regime. We'll have more stories on how Equinity is helping horses worldwide right here on a future episode of the Equinity Podcast.